Hi, this is Katie, and welcome to an episode with a number that I don't know right now of Sick Life 9, maybe? Um, and today I'm trying to work through my crankiness um, and talk about sex. So, um, yeah, Sean's here with me. That was him. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I don't know. I just want to talk about the way that being sick influences sex, because that's a really big one, at least for me, it has been. And um, I thought that the best way to talk about it is with my primary sexual partner, Mr. Sean Castrum Fenton. That's me. So, um, yeah, I don't really know where to start. Sex, I mean, sex is difficult when you're sick for sure. I know, at least for me, when I say for, yeah, for me, it's um, one of the biggest challenges has been when, I, when I'm sick, I, sex is basically out of the question. And um, some of the medications I'm on make it a little more difficult, too, um, to have mostly to have orgasms. But um, then Sean, with his medication that he's on, also has issues. Do you want to talk a little bit about how your medication affects your sex drive slash sex life? Um, yeah, I mean, it's the anti-anxiety medicine and the antidepressants that I'm on um, really does diminish my sex drive quite a bit, and it also makes me less uh, sensitive, I guess, and so it's more difficult for me to orgasm as well. Um, and I do consider myself fortunate that I'm with you um, because our mutually lowered sex drives means that neither of us is, is left feeling especially unfulfilled in that respect. Um, yeah, I think it'd be really hard for people like sexual partners with mix that have different yeah. issues or different kind of needs. Like if one person's on medication that reduces their sex drive and the other person isn't. Um, and you know, that could definitely be a challenge and I guess we're lucky, but we don't, neither of us, both of us would want to have more sex than we're having Yeah, definitely. for sure, which definitely. I think is important and that we focus on too, when we go like literally months without having sex sometimes mm -hmm. due to, I mean, we also have four kids, including a toddler. So that definitely plays a huge role in it too. Yeah. Um, but is, yeah, we know that the, at least the, the desire, some parts of the desire are there, even when we're not able to. Um, and that's been helpful, but I feel like I don't really hear a lot of people talking about how much sex they're not having. You know, people talk about the sex they're having, but not the sex they're not having. <laughs> yeah. For me, it feels like people either lie about how much they're having or are ashamed of it, um, which obviously I'm neither of those things because I'm very open with how little sex we're having because frankly, the sex that we do have is really great. Um, and part of that is, I think, because we're, we're on the same page. Oh, 
Uh, sorry, I am being told I am not loud enough, which is something that happens a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm the I'm the loud one in this family. Uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, and definitely having differing sex drives is one of the uh, you know non-abuse related reasons why my first marriage failed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was on a lot more uh, psychiatric meds at that point, and I was basically just a zombie with no boner ever. Um, yeah, it's weird to me, too, how doctors act like that's not a big deal. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, like you won't have a sex driver th- or that it's so something that is so easily to go without, which, I mean, different people with different lives, like I think if we didn't have so many younger kids mm-hmm. and then I would be... You know, if there's not better medications for both of us when we're older. Yeah, we would want to find something to address it. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, now with our life, because there's so many things that are kind of against us yeah. being able to have sex. Um, my body, your brain, yeah. my brain, your body, <laughs> the four bodies that we raise. Torment us day in, day out. <laughs> um, yeah, and I feel like, you know, the couple of times I've mentioned it to my doctors, um, they've either just, like, sympathized and, you know, said, yeah, that sucks, uh, <laughs> or they've offered me Viagra, which is great if I just want a boner, but, right. like, that doesn't fix any, like... It's, like, performative, like, oh, if you want to be this yeah. guy that has a boner, sure, but if you want to be a guy that has, like, a fulfill- what you would consider a fulfilling sex life, that's not... Right. And, yeah, like, um, you know, i got to say, hey, sweetie, should I pop this, you know, so that we can do it in the next two hours or something? Mm-hmm. Or, I have no idea how long it lasts. Um, yeah, especially when it'll be like, oh, the times we can have sex, we'll realize, like, oh, all the kids are out of the house, we both feel relatively okay... Yeah. And aren't, like, haven't just switched medications that have a lot of side effects. It's really, it's, I was going to say it's hard, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it is hard. That's one of the things I miss a lot, actually, is having more sex, even though, you know, because of trauma issues and a lot of different things, um, I am not someone that has a lot of sex in relationships, Um, but that's a much longer (laughs) conversation, but anyway, yeah. And just for me too, with my illnesses, pain, I have pain all the time and just pain with, you know, even during sex will be some pain from my illnesses. Um, and you know, sometimes a lot of, you know, sometimes that's worth it to me, but other times, I mean, it's always something I need to think about and be like, okay, where are my pain levels at now? Where are they going to be after this? What kind of pain am I having? Is this, you know, not to mention there are a lot of positions that, plus being like with the way our our fat is, but um, that just become relatively impossible because of different physical issues. And, you know, everyone's different. So what might work for us might not work for other people. But you really think there'd be in there is that um, book that I have about the disability guide to sex or something like that, which can be helpful. But 
it is, it's difficult, but I do think we're lucky that we just end happen to be on the same kind of on the same page with this. Cause I really, you know, my belief with sex and is that as long as you and whoever you're talking about, as long as you guys are okay with it, then that's fine. Yeah. Um, if one person's unhappy, then that's something that you need to, to deal with in, in one way or another. But, um, so what have we done that's made sex more accessible? What are things that, or what should we do? What are ways that can make it work more often? Um, I think that one of the things that we do now is we make sure that if we have the opportunity, we will, you know, pawn the kids off on somebody or go away and, um, that at least takes care of that part of it. Um, as for, uh, you know, sick related reasons, I think that, um, a lot of time it's just like talking a little bit like dirty when mm-hmm. neither of us is really able to, you know, do it, but like, you know, just let, let, we're good at letting each other know that we're still like sexually attracted to one another. Yeah. Um, even though it's often not possible for us to have like physical sex. But, like, yeah. I think that's important. You know, too. uh, having that kind of like physical intimacy. Yeah. Even though we don't have sex, it's actually more intimate for me than sex, which is part of my, my stuff is that I like, I don't like sex to be intimate, right. <laughs> but, but yeah, but you know, and yeah, I think yeah. too, cause when I think about it, part of sex is, is your partner, your sex partner. And I keep talking like that, um, because I've, like people have many sex partners or whatever. I don't, you know, it could be someone you have a relationship with or not. It could be, you could have multiple people, whatever. So even though I think it sounds kind of weird and clinical, I'm specifically choosing to say sex partner for a reason, even though it's kind of goofy sounding, but, um, now I lost my train of thought. What was I saying about how attractive you find me? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. How attractive I find you. Oh wait, that's always what I'm thinking about. Um, but is, yeah, just making, making sure that I know, knowing that you're sexually attracted to me most of the time, um, is definitely helpful for, um, to help with this. Cause it, yeah. it does, I think like part of the relationship bonding part of sex is knowing that and showing that in different ways has been helpful. Just mm-hmm. like flirty ways. Um, yeah. If anyone ever listens to this, I'm interested in hearing other people's ideas. I mean, we, that's the thing too, is we try to go away together, but a lot of times I'm too sick to go anywhere. So, you know, we were supposed to go away to Philly together a couple months ago and you ended up going by yourself, which was great, but, mm-hmm. um, because I was too sick to go. And so that kind of gets in the way. Yeah. And it, it is too, because, you know, it's hard to separate what's from illnesses and what's from kids too. Yeah. Cause they're so tightly intertwined. Yeah. Like my life is mostly like laying in bed with the kids being home yeah. somewhere and, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have solutions or anything. 
but I just do want to talk about it more. I mean, communication is always really important too in general mm-hmm. during sex, especially when, you know, different positions. It might be like, oh, ow, 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 ow. Yeah. You know, in a bad way. Um, and just more careful maneuvering, slow, being slower yeah. with stuff sometimes. Yeah, because um, neither of us can really, you know, pound it out for, you know. Yeah, there's not, yeah. Not, I think, because neither of us like artificially extends it, you know. Like, I don't like try to last, yeah, and, like stuff because I know that, like, all right, well, this is if it isn't already hurting you, it's gonna start hurting you soon, and so you know, and because I understand that you know, penis inside of a vagina orgasm is is difficult overall and for mm-hmm. you that you know it, it's you know the idea of us both coming together is is not going to happen mm-hmm. and that just might not happen mm-hmm. at all due to meds due to right. bodies due to stress right. due to just whatever and that's okay too yeah exactly i mean there's plenty of times where neither of us mm-hmm. orgasm and yeah and it's just as fun and, and enjoyable as mm-hmm. any of the other times when you know, we're painting the walls Sorry. I don't know. Oh, that. <laughs> it took me a minute to even know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, I think that sex, even, I don't know, I'm just rambling, but, but sex is very much affected. Yeah. It's kind of. The bottom, the bottom line, <laughs> but yeah. also too, and just recognize there are a lot of ways to have that sex and intimacy, like we were saying before. But like P and V sex is just one of like many kinds of sex, and yeah. depending, you know, we're both John and I are both queer, so um, there's potentially lots of different kinds of sex that we are not having. So we're not only not having one kind of sex, we're not having That's right. <laughs> lots there's, of kinds of sex. <laughs> there's all kinds of sex we're not doing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's wild. Um, um, but I, yeah, I just, I want to make it clear too, like how, like we will go months without having sex. I feel like a lot of people don't like, won't pin down the numbers because I think it can be so different for some people. Like and some people will be like, oh, we barely have sex anymore. We only have sex once a week. Yeah. And some people like, Oh, yeah. There's some people that haven't had sex with their, you know, spouse or someone, a potential sex partner in years. Mm -hmm. And it's all okay as long as the people involved are okay with it. But you don't hear – I feel, too, there's, like, there's something, like, having a low sex drive is almost like an insult. Like, an Mm -hmm. ex said that to me once. And it's weird. It shouldn't be an insult at all. Like, it shouldn't feel insulting, but I think that because – it was hard for me with like sex positivity stuff to realize like, oh, you can not have sex or you can do. You can be just as sex positive while having a variable sex drive. Yeah, exactly. And that's like how that's supposed, you know, yeah. supposedly a bad thing. Um, I feel like my talking is really going off the rails here. <laughs> this is nothing new. <laughs> no. uh, yeah, so we'll end this soon. But I just. I don't know. I want to keep doing this podcast, even though it feels crappy to me. It, I mean, I listen to every episode except for the ones I'm on. 
<laughs> okay, well, they'll keep doing it for you. But it is weird. You know what I mean? My friend Tony listens at least to a couple of them. Yeah. I like interviewing people. But it's hard because people literally have to come yeah, to my bed. Sense. Anyway. Our bed is really comfortable, people. So. <laughs> you can come not have sex with us. Yeah. Or maybe have sex with us if it's, you know, if, if, the if it works alive. out. Yep. Um, but so if you listen to this podcast, email me at. What's I brain I brain fog too, so that's Sick another yeah. Sicklifepodcast at gmail.com. Also please like and review the podcast on iTunes and talk to me about stuff. And I'm extra cranky and emotional today. So I'm just gonna end it there. And screw the restaurant we went to this morning. That gave Katie a crappy ass omelet. Yeah, so this is my. I don't have enough protein. Are you gonna make a sex joke? No. <laughs> um, but I don't have enough proteins, so that's whatever. All right, bye.